<sighs> so how's your neck going? Just <laughs> 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 a little peek behind the curtain for, for our three listeners. <laughs> it's going well. I just poured a glass of wine. Um, I have some tabs up on my computer. Oh, amazing. She has tabs up. Are the tabs um, related to our theme? Yes. Perfect. She's been studying. Let's let's get started. Welcome to Obsessions with Julia Gray, where we talk about the pop culture we love and what it says about us. Today, we have Lauren Duncan, friend of the show, on to talk about some seasonal obsessions. What's up, girly? What is up? Not much. Happy to be here. Yay. Happy to have you. Um, I think before we get into our obsession du jour, uh, I'd love to check in on any recent personal obsessions since you last came on. I feel like all of last time you came on, your obsession was Gilmore Girls, which is very um, appropriate to the topic at hand. Yes, absolutely. Um, So my obsession right now is I, I feel like I'm not the only one who feels this, but you know, fall is very like back to school vibes, back to the grind, you know, really like, getting back into routines and habits because summer is a free for all. So right now my obsession is what, as you know, I am spamming our group chat with because I'm trying to make people hold me accountable is fitness fall. So um, fitness fall is me trying to start working out again and get my, my back to school um, habits um, doing doing good things for myself. So I've been cycling a couple times a week. Um, and, you know, that's my current obsession is trying to um, be fit. <laughs> it's going okay. I, I feel like um, the bikini body is overrated and what we really need is a back to school body. I agree. Or right. a, honestly, a Halloween body. Yes. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I think that's um, crucial. I have been also kind of on the fitness fall grind, um, working out with our uh, friend of the show, Billy, who um, is a personal trainer. And I asked if I could um, lose X amount of pounds by uh, Halloween using that as kind of a, you know, an inspiration. But, <laughs> you know, I, oh God, uh-huh. Halloween is what he He's, said. He said, "Yeah, absolutely. If you stick to it, so the, the, uh, if well, you stick to, of, it, of course, <laughs> yeah, that's that part is is um. Yeah. I mean, we all know yeah. that, Billy. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Come on, oh god, I all, I, oh. we all know I shouldn't be drinking and I shouldn't be eating carbs and I should be eating lean meat, but like, I mean, come on, yeah. come on. I also, I think it's funny that this year, uh, both Lauren and I decided to. Oh, maybe, maybe you didn't, Lauren, but the the route of instead of like getting um, normal clothes to turn into a Halloween costume, just buying weird cosplay Halloween costumes. Really? It ups the ante. <laughs> yeah. I thought about it, but then all of the, the weird cosplay Dorothy from wizard, o- wizard of Oz costumes were like way too weird and cosplay. <laughs> so I, I feel like I'm about to be, um, looking super weird <laughs> <at this part. laughs> 
<laughs> Do you want to tell the listeners what your costume is? Oh my God. Um, let's see. I'm going to be Velma. So that involves my normal glasses and um, this like insane kind of superhero situation. <laughs> uh, like very just, I don't know. Um, it, it, I bought it from a lingerie company that also has a Halloween collection. <laughs> so if that, that tells you all you need to know about. Um, I feel like not, Velma. It's not totally revealing. It's not like a crazy um outfit it is a crazy outfit but not in the uh the way you'd think i feel like velma is also already one of those characters that is so easily turned into like this weird sexy thing like on reddit and stuff like all these like cartoons and things i'm sure are around of her so yes um wait last night i was at a concert and the, the a woman at coat check said um don't take this the wrong way, but you look like Velma and Shaggy and Daphne. <laughs> what? I, I don't know. You personally look like all three yes. of them? Yes. I was wearing kind of like a 70s-ish outfit. Um, okay. Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, I, I said, oh, wow. And, um, <laughs> and then we Bold. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was nice. Um, but... Okay, I, I think we can move on to our next obsession before I like um, completely drag myself through the mud for um, buying a, <laughs> a Halloween costume on Yandy.com. <laughs> um, Sponsored oh. by Adult Swim ads at 2 a.m. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I spent like an embarrassing amount on it. Not a crazy amount, but too, too much for something that I will absolutely never wear again. Um, but... Lauren, last time you were on, it was during peak J-Lo, Ben Affleck obsession time. And now right. we are, we're witnessing the dawn of Kravis, um, which for, for those who don't know, that is Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. Um, they just got engaged. So I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the union and any, any thoughts in the, in the chat would be absolutely welcome and encouraged. Um, I do want to say when you texted me yesterday asking me what I thought of Kravis, I thought you were talking about Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's where I first went. Um, but then I looked into it and of course it's Courtney and Travis. <laughs> um, but I love, I love the idea of us being obsessed with Lenny. Kravitz yeah. Not right even now. Zoe Kravitz. I thought Lenny. <laughs> that's perfect. I, I think that if fall should be about Lenny Kravitz, but continue. Um, no, I have seen the photos of the proposal. So crazy. I feel like every Kardashian has such a crazy florist, like on speed dial all the time. There are so many flowers everywhere. Like whenever they do anything, it's insane. Um, so looking at the pictures, so many roses. Also, like she's wearing, this weird punk outfit, like, oh my god, I, the black dress, like the kind of corpse bride of it all. I don't. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a, a this think, jacket that has like patches on it, but it's probably like a fourteen thousand dollar leather coat from some designer. I don't know. Like, I see. I feel like much like uh, the Machine Gun Kelly. Um, Megan Fox union it's really just 
helping um like the men in the re- relationship like the kind of selling travis barker as this like cool new punk producer um just like mm-hmm. putting like forcing him into the spotlight yeah and i mean same with machine gun kelly like his genre pivot uh kind of coincided yeah. with the megan fox the ring is crazy and i wanted to ask you do you think he bought that himself yeah i mean he, that he has like that's money, true. That's you know true. But also, I have no no idea like how much um, something like that would cost. That is not even in my kind of um, brain. Yeah, and I guess <laughs> I I don't know. I, I could also see it being like um, a gift from Chris. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, was it given? Like, or I don't know. Was it gifted somehow? But I guess they're not saying like we love this jeweler or anything. So maybe not. No, I don't think gifted <laughs> in that way. I think maybe it was just like, I don't know. I, I just, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Travis was just like, like sitting on so much money. Yeah. I forgot how successful he is just because he's been so yeah. out of the public eye and she's been so in it, but yeah. also they probably share a bank account at this point. True. So who's really buying that ring? That's my question. Yeah. I was also looking, I saw some article that was like, meet the new blended family of Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. And it was going through all six of their kids. And I didn't realize Travis Barker has older kids. He has a 22 year old. Oh, I didn't know that either. I feel like all the focus is on his like young TikTok kids. Yeah. He has two younger TikTok kids who are in their teens um, and the it's a son and a daughter, and the daughter is best friends with Jordan Woods, apparently. So, what is her name? Do we know her name? Um, I don't have the article up right now, but I'm sure we could find it. Um, but That's... I'm just wondering how how is she friends with Jordan Woods? How does Jordan Woods know everyone? Because she's also best friends with okay, um, like Jaden Smith and that whole crew. I think like, who are her parents? Like, that's I feel like that that is something that is somewhere in my brain I don't know but I'm gonna look it up but I feel like it is just like the Kardashianification of like people in Hollywood I feel like the Kardashians kind of just like I don't know claim and suck the life out of everybody they touch like they did it to Kanye yeah. <laughs> they, they they did it to Jordan Woods they have their hands in the the Barkers like I true and now wait i'm I'm seeing now um my sources are telling me that alabama barker who is the daughter that we're talking about her name is alabama um she is not friends Mm -hmm. with jordan woods but she is she's best friends (laughs) with jordan woods little sister jody oh of course oh my god the calabasas play dates this is crazy I, i i do just feel like the kardashians are like I don't know. They re- they really have their hands in everything. This is all. This is all. Yeah, they're the puppet masters here of these friendships. She's sixteen. Which Sorry. one? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading. Uh, I, lo- I love the mental image of Lauren like like mouth agape at her computer. <laughs> yeah, I'm like connecting the the red tape in my apartment right now. <laughs> 
um, uh, Alabama Barker is. Okay, yeah, no, I, I just remember seeing, like, shocking uh, TikToks of her. Oh, sorry, and by 16, <laughs> I mean 15. Oh, my God, Lauren, you're actually a terrible journalist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad I have um, a Penn State degree in journalism. <laughs> that is that is actually true. Um, you can fact check that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyway, back to their engagement. <laughs> um <laughs> I I think that they're genuinely happy, so I'm happy for them. Yeah, I think that's really kind of the motto of um, all current celeb relationships. Like, if they're happy, I'm happy. I don't care. These people aren't hurting anyone, but it's fun to kind of just, like, gawk at. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I feel like everyone now, like, these celebrity relationships, everyone has that response, but people are doing away with the staged relationships, which is kind of sad. Like everyone actually likes each other now. I want more staged relationships because they're fun. Okay. But who's to say that Kravis isn't staged? That's true. Well, if it's staged, it's like one of those rom-coms where they're like, we're going to date to fuck with people in the beginning. And then by the end, they actually end up in love, you know? Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I, I feel like, I don't know. I Ethan brings up a good point in the chat. What if we're just really good at staged relationships now? I, I think that's, I don't know. I, I, I really don't believe anything I um, I see, you know? Like, I I feel like yeah. the, it could very well be just kind of like an organized thing. But at the same time, after watching the Machine Gun Kelly, um, uh, Megan Fox GQ interview, that that seems real to me. I didn't watch that, but I have oh. seen many it's, it's quotes much- grabbed from it. <laughs> it's very funny, and, like, they clearly just know each other so well and are both just, like, big old freaks. I saw the – is that where the video came from of Megan Fox being, like, you're a Taurus sun, cancer moon in your 12th yes. house? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Those people have, like, so much time on their hands, it's not even funny. <laughs> yeah. There's also a part where – um they talk about their first date and he's like, I breathe, we breathed each other or something. Ew, I oh, know. It's really just, uh, just sent a shiver down my spine. And obviously I hate that. Obviously, you, you know, the, I am weed um, thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we won't get into it. We actually talked extensively on the subject last week. Um, so <laughs> we can move right along to um, pumpkins. <laughs> Oh, lovely. <laughs> um, okay, so... Incredible segue. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, okay, so before we dive into our topic, which is um, Americans' obsession with autumn and, like, the Northeastern white lady fall experience, um, I do think it's worth mentioning that there's a pumpkin shortage. <laughs> so we all just kind of need to keep that in mind. Um Apparently, it's due to weather conditions, shipping issues, and fungus in some areas. And I, I'm also kind of like, okay, is this real or is this like just kind of a something set up by Big Pumpkin? Why would Big Pumpkin be setting it up? <laughs> because they want they want the the scarcity mentality. They want people oh, to be like, true, true. 
I, no, no, I've seen, I fully I've seen plenty believe. of pumpkins. I've seen plenty but of also, pumpkins, but I do. It's probably real. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, supply chain shortages and climate change uh, are very real things, and I could see pumpkins being impacted by both. Um, but our our overall obsession topic is autumn and just kind of the the obsession around it, and you know why we love it so much and why. Um, white people in America love it so much. So Lauren, um, as a, as a basic bitch, no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> what do you think of when you think of fall? Um, I think back to school, like what I was saying, um, I mm-hmm. think sweaters, I think crisp. Um, I don't know. It's just like the coziness of it, which I, f- I feel like everyone has that reaction but it's also a very nostalgic time for me yeah i as we'll discuss later i feel like nostalgia plays a huge role in like the american obsession yeah also just like yeah america's obsession with nostalgia is so similar Mm -hmm. and just like yeah coziness but i don't know I, i would you say you're an autumnal girl yeah i think so i like I like fall as next as as much as the the next one, the next white girl. But um, I think also the part that plays into it, that ties into the nostalgia factor, is that it's so similar every year. Like there are all these traditions that people do every year. Same with Christmas, of course, and like winter seasonal holidays that I think people find very comforting. It's Halloween. We do this. We go to this pumpkin patch. We carve a pumpkin and we drink this drink and we do this. And football is on and I can watch my team again. And like you go back into this routine that you find comforting. Yeah, I feel like that also just all the all the kind of traditions associated with um, with fall also just kind of partially. Ex- explains why it's such a phenomenon for like wealthy Americans, you know, the people who have the financial freedom and like lifestyle that allows the kind of leisure. Yeah. I feel like it's also just like, I don't know, there is something where it it's just a slight change, you know, like the, the everyday, like the drudgery of everyday life, we get to kind of like have just some, some difference in our everyday yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I think Aaron also pumpkin sauce in our in our gross coffee. <laughs> yes, pumpkin sauce. Um, I I think also it's definitely more of a thing. I don't know if it's just because it's this whole Christian girl autumn thing has exploded in the past five years or whatever. But I feel like it's definitely more of a thing. Mm-hmm now that I'm in New York than when I was in Texas. And I'm not sure if that has to do with just the culture around it changing or actually being in a state where you can see leaves change. And it does feel like what you see in on TV where like people are cozy and you step on crunchy leaves and that type of thing. Perfect segue into um, a f- my first game that I Ooh. wanted to play. Yes. So everyone in the chat as well, I encourage you to play along. 
but I would love to hear some of your underrated versus overrated fall favorites. So I'll give you something and you can, you can let me know underrated or overrated. You ready? Yes. Pumpkin spice lattes. Um, this is a complicated question (laughs) because of Of course course. they're overrated, but they're the market has become so saturated that we've lost the, the true essence of a pumpkin spice latte, which I think is underrated, which is the fact that it, it just tastes good. That is true. I also think the pumpkin cream cold brew is underrated. Oh yeah. That's yeah. If you had asked me that one, that would have been an easy answer. Okay, but a, but but a pumpkin spice latte. It's it. There's just so much baggage that comes with that. That is so true. There is so much baggage. <laughs> I feel like just the, the like, I don't know. I I think the the modern fall obsession really took off with like social media and pictures of white girls and big hats throwing up leaves and like holding their Starbucks cups. Yeah, yeah. I think he definitely did. Um, Bring on the right guest. It came me for this episode because I was <laughs> I was one no. of those girls in uh, like 2014 in my sorority sweatshirt, drinking a pumpkin spice latte, taking pictures of leaves. Oh, I think you should link so. those in the chat. <laughs> oh, never. I can I can picture like the kind of saturation. You know the the photo saturation oh, yeah. of so much of contrast. <laughs> yeah, so much contrast. <laughs> and like maybe every now and yeah, no, not really sepia vibes. Very very high contrast. Yeah, bright bright colors really show the leaves. <laughs> um. Okay. Underrated or overrated? Crunchy leaf culture. Um. I think it's overrated. I don't really get that much wow. satisfaction from a crunchy leaf. Yeah, I see. I'm very uh, into the the stepping on crunchy leaf. <laughs> I, I also think it's funny that I feel like every year someone's like that feel when you step on a freshly uh, fallen <laughs> leaf greater than greater than greater than <laughs> that that feel when leaf crunchy though. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe maybe it's maybe people don't say that anymore, and it's just me saying that in my head. I think. I, I've definitely seen a couple of things about that this year already. I would I would love to do a review of like all the heinous fall tweets. Oh, some someone said, I hope you all get to step on an extra crunchy leaf today and it has one point two thousand likes. So I think crunchy leaf culture oh, wow. is still alive and well. That's I mean that's good to hear. Okay. The last one is pumpkin beer with that sugar rim. <laughs> oh. Um I think underrated but with no sugar rim i love pumpkin beer but i don't i don't need the sugar rim i don't think i've ever had one with the the rim but montauk pumpkin ale is delicious so yeah and that's just straight from the can uh and lauren i believe you came with a game prepared for me i I asked lauren to gather up um some autumnal Etsy merch slogans um, and then mix them with some some made-up slogans for me to guess. Uh, guess true or false. Yes. Did I explain that well? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, you did. Okay, great. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so this was 
an overwhelming search, I will say, but <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. The first one is basic fall witch. And it's just the text basic fall witch on a t-shirt with, um, these are all t-shirts by the way, okay. with, um, <laughs> with just like a picture of a witch on it. <laughs> that That's is fake. real. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that does exist somewhere, but not on the website I'm looking at. I think also, even if you did search basic fall witch, you would find that too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So do I get a point? Sure. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so this next one is it's <laughs> pumpkin spice um, brain, like galaxy brain. So, you know, the meme where it's like uh-huh. the little brain and the big brain and then the exploding galaxy brain. Of course. So imagine that on a t-shirt and the little brain says pumpkin spice. And the next one says, <laughs> the next one says <laughs> apple cider. <laughs> and then the last one says maple. <laughs> oh, that, that is, um... Okay, that's amazing. <laughs> okay, I think that's real. It's real. It's so good. Wait, Lauren, will you send it in the chat? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. That's awesome. It's, I, okay, I, I, I would almost buy that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, this game is rigged. Well, there's too much merch. There's there's absolutely too much merch. Okay. <laughs> the next one is um, a women's cut razorback tank top um, mm-hmm. in kind of like a jersey knit. And it says autumn, kind of small at the top. And then in huge letters, it says AF. And this is kind of like mm-hmm. an ombre orange um, color story. Okay, this, def- this definitely exists. This exists. Yes, this is real. <laughs> and then this last one on, is it says autumn trash. And then it's a picture of a raccoon holding a pumpkin. Autumn trash? Okay, that's not real. This is real. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. Autumn trash. It says, grab that pumpkin spice latte and get ready for autumn in trashy raccoon style. Oh, wow. That means absolutely nothing. (laughs) Yeah, these are nonsense words. No, no, I think this is just, this is the collapsing of language happening right before our eyes. Yeah, but the pumpkin spice mind explosion one is so funny. You really could create a whole wardrobe out of these shirts. Yeah, it could be my new personality. That could be cool. (laughs) <laughs> that could be cool. I mean, I think you would be joining um, a lot of people with this person. Oh, yeah. It's a healthy community. It's a healthy community. Um, that, thank you, Lauren. That really, uh, that really tickled me. Thank you. You're, or you're welcome, I guess. <laughs> that, that really, I, I feel alive. I also feel like it's just, that really is what, um, the obsession with fall is and like the like modern obsession and commodification of this kind of feeling. 
I, I have some industrial revolution anecdotes, but <laughs> no. before we went on air, Lauren said, as a rule of thumb, anything about the industrial revolution should only be used as a plan B. <laughs> but I, I do kind of just want to, I mean, it is interesting to me. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Wait, where, where did I write it down? Um, oh, no. Lauren, you might be in luck. <laughs> I do have our texts up on my laptop if you want me to read it. Um, wait, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, no, I got it. So in colonial America, pumpkins <laughs> were seen as kind of a last resort food. Um, and then in 20th century America, the pumpkin became this commodity to capitalize on and a big part of the seasonal economy. Um, and with the invention of the car, agritourism kind of became a big thing and pumpkin patches became these destinations for the white and wealthy and same with like apple picking and stuff obviously these things are like i don't know these are (laughs) not not great things to be doing considering like you're not the ones picking them um you know it's just i don't know it 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 feels very much like a like disney world or something where these like poor workers are like serving you food and you're just taking pictures yeah you're like there for an hour meanwhile to work sun rise to sundown yeah exactly um and then yeah when the industrial revolution came to america um their oh here (laughs) what i have written is their nostalgic (laughs) white asses wanted that cute pumpkin filled simple life um (laughs) so like (laughs) pumpkins were previously seen as this like i don't know last resort food and they became this um like kind of image of this bucolic like uh you know rustic life which is kind of the whole like white american obsession with fall is like kind of a like a glamorization of american root i don't know we we don't have time for a full history lesson but (laughs) (laughs) are you sure you don't want to talk more about the industrial revolution no i I think i just really wanted to get that anecdote in maybe maybe just (laughs) just so i could um say that i did i do think that's interesting though apparently um it is very interesting Pumpkin spice was uh, introduced only in the 50s as a spice to be sold. Oh, and when they started making the pies. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Well, (laughs) pies were, I think pies were before. Pies were when um, pumpkins made their comeback. And then. Okay. uh, How does Betty Crocker play into this? Betty Crocker, I'm not totally sure, but I know Martha Stewart in the 90s had a big role in like the, um, the kind of commodification of fall. Yeah, just like waspy. Yeah, exact vibe. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Martha Stewart. I never connected with her. <laughs> but she's friends with Snoop Dogg now. That's she really kind of did a like a one eighty five times over. Yeah, remember when she went to jail? I was just about to say that. <laughs> remember when everyone was talking about it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I. Uh, it seems like she's respected now again, is she? I think she's respected in the industry, which I th- I feel like means something. Yeah, maybe, sure. I don't know. The fact that she has a, like, a program with Snoop Dogg, I, I don't know why it means something to me, but it means something to me. Something good or bad? Something good. Um, but at the same time, okay. it's, they're, they're both just like rich people at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's cool that Martha Stewart... Um, smokes weed to me yeah same 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, this conversation has really devolved. Ever since I brought up the industrial revolution, Lauren, you're right. <laughs> um, so I have a question for you. Speaking of the nostalgic, um, just like general feeling of fall, what have you been revisiting this fall? Oh, that's a good question. Honestly, I I don't. Okay, so you've got mail. There's there's one. Um, incredible. Still never seen it. I really need to watch yes. it. Yes. Oh, my God. Lauren, you of all people. It's incredible. I know. It's an incredible know. fall <laughs> film. It's also just like such a tearjerker, jerker, like cry every time. I, um, I Wait, where it. is it streaming? Where can I find it? Maybe I'll watch it tonight. I, I don't know. I was on a plane when I watched it this season. And you know how your emotions are just like heightened uh, in air. I was, I was, I was crying a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> but um, honestly, other than that, not much. I feel like the, just with fall, like shortening as a season, it just kind of like, I don't know. Fall, mm-hmm. fall is my favorite season, but it it's getting shorter and shorter. Which is another reason why I feel like everyone loves fall is like the um, kind of anticipation for it. And like, it's only here for a limited, limited time. Yeah. Yeah. Same with the the pumpkin spice latte is it's like, it's scarce. It's in limited quantity. True. But now they bring them out in what, August? That's a good point. They really kind of expand the season, get those games. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I'm trying to think what else I've I've been indulging in fall. Any music? I feel uh, like there's certain music that I always listen to in the fall. I, uh, you know, I really need to kind of curate my my season. I I really no, nothing nostalgic. I'm also kind of not a nostalgic. Um, I, I try not to be a nostalgic person because I um, that just sends me into a world of hurt. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's healthy. I feel like I'm way just too <laughs> emotional when it comes to nostalgia. So I'm like, like nostalgia is yeah. not cozy for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think uh, all of the, the music that I listen to in the fall is just, it's not so nostalgic where I'm like, this is crazy and uh, like upsetting, but it's just like, oh, this makes me think of like walking to class in college where it's the, beautiful fall day because that was really like the first place that I experienced fall living in the north and yeah so it's just me listening to like early vampire weekend and like pop punk (laughs) oh I love that I see I don't I don't know what's wrong with me but when I'm like even just listening to something that I used to listen to walking to class I just I it makes me uncomfortable (laughs) Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, not always, um, but there are certain things that just like provoke like this like deep nostalgia. Yeah, and some of it is like anxiety too, where I'm like, maybe oh that. God, this makes me think of this one class that I hated, or like something like that, where I'm like, oh shit, sure, get this out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's like the the dream where you're where you're late to class, but you're yeah, exactly. I only have my underwear on. I I missed yeah. the test. I forgot to go to class all semester. That's my that's the one I usually get. I get that one too. Like I or I like failed math and I never really graduated. Same. <laughs> wow. That 
why is that such a such a common thing yeah why i mean school fall is also school yeah guys fall is uh elitist and classist (laughs) (laughs) fall is back to school fall is (laughs) no i mean it it also is i don't know but everyone loves it oh yeah i mean it, it is just like it is funny to me like just how there's so much kind of baked into fall. It goes deep. But also, it, it, it's the sentence "fall is elitist" is funny. <laughs> it's not wrong based on the research that you've done. No, I mean it's fully not. Um, and there, there are many well-researched um, reports and essays on it. I actually, Hazel Sills uh, of Jezebel wrote a really good one that I will link in the discussion. Um, I, I read it before we decided on the topic and I was like, okay, there's literally no way to sum this up. <laughs> it's too good. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just way well researched. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, it is, I, I would also, I would, <laughs> meanwhile, we're laughing at galaxy brain maple. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt like that was more appropriate for the vibe is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should we do celebrity or pop culture shark tank? Because I have an idea. Oh my god. Do you, you have one? Yeah. It's not very um fleshed out, but I th- Okay. Well but before you do, let me introduce it. Um for pop culture oh, shark yes. tank. <laughs> I like to ask my guests to come in with a a pitch um about something they wish existed in pop culture. So that could be um a new relationship or a collab or really anything um previous examples include former disney star uh death ring so it it could really be anything and i'm i'm very excited to hear uh what lauren has to pitch to the sharks okay so i was thinking about this when i was doing my kardashian research um and all of the articles that came up about like Scott Disick's reaction to Kravis' proposal and all this stuff about Scott. And my Shark Tank idea is that he needs to get his own reality show because people would, of course, watch it. Like, if he gets a Bravo show, that would be the biggest thing that happens to Andy Cohen and since who knows when, since Vanderpump. Um and he shouldn't do it. Well, does E own Bravo? Does E own Bravo? Do we know? Does what? Does oh, Kardashians really is on E, or it was on E. I don't think so. I so don't he think should do so. it on another network so that he doesn't have any, like, ties to old contracts with E, and he can just say what he wants. I have no idea how um, entertainment contracts work, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's that's a great instinct, and I feel like that is absolutely an amazing idea for him. I feel like it it probably is in the works, you know. Like, there's no way he hasn't at least thought about it or talked about it with his agents. Yeah, or whoever. And it'll be a fun name. It'll be like um, "Lounging with the Lord" or something. I'm <laughs> Whoa, that's that's really good. I hate him. I really can't stand him. Yeah, he's definitely a villain. Um, he's a villain. He only dates 19-year-olds, so I feel like that says a lot about someone. Yeah, there's that. There's also, like, 
it's just like you're no one. You should be kissing the ground that Courtney walks on for like even oh, yeah. you into this world. You got lucky, buddy. Yeah. Oh God. He he just is. He reminds me of people I've met who I don't like. Are we gonna name names? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is a list of people. <laughs> that should be the next episode. Now, now uh, for our next segment. <laughs> people I don't like. Oh, that's really funny. Um, no, but I I feel like um, I don't know I. Uh, we here we are saying he deserves a reality show but i he's so hateable and maybe that yeah that's why people would watch it. yeah i was gonna say like maybe that's that works in his favor here yeah i i feel like the first season of keeping up the, with the kardashians no one liked any of the kardashians and now i feel you know and kind of beloved <laughs> yeah i feel like in the in the early season scott kind of acted as this like breath of fresh air or like this kind of like um what do they call it in comedy? Like the the straight man? Like, yeah, know? yes. Is that what they call it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Or he he was uh, like supposed what? to be us. Like he was the the, the, the viewer. Yeah. Um. But exactly. And now he's just become a fucking monster. And the Kardashians have been like so normalized as like just part of um culture. Yeah. I think that if he had his own show, though, it would be wildly popular. You know, what's funny to me, speaking of like fall obsessions, is um, like the Kardashians obsession with Halloween. Oh, yeah. And their crazy parties. Yeah. Also, I don't know. I I guess it makes a lot of sense that that I think that's just a rich um, like L.A. person thing to be obsessed with, like decking your house out for halloween yeah and the costumes because you're so hot you have so much money that where you can buy all these crazy things for it yeah i also like yeah just thinking about the um the playboy mansion halloween parties that they used to have and i guess oh yeah um What's going on over there? That's an amazing. (laughs) What is going on over there? You know, I used to love that um, Girls Next Door show. I believe that (laughs) it was so good. Um, I think I think we're we're about at time, unless anyone in the chat (laughs) or um, any any Laurens on stage have any other obsessions they want to share or uh, fall anecdotes. Um. I don't think so. I I think we got to the bottom of it. So, we didn't even touch on Christian Girl. Yeah, them. so really, you know, take some time, look into this, <laughs> do some research <laughs> on your own. I, yeah, I honestly, Christian Girl Autumn is its own episode, but it's also a little bit, um, I feel like it, the big conversation around Christian Girl Autumn was last year. Um, when that yeah. influencer kind of um, revealed herself, the the influencer we're talking about, of course, is um, I think her name's Caitlin. She she of course yeah, is. she's the one who posts all the pictures, like uh, the very high contrast leaf pictures that make the rounds on Twitter. Yes, with the boots, with the boots, the hat, big hats, big. Oh, boat. we don't even talk about big hats. I know. I mean, there's a, there's really a lot to dissect. And we've only <laughs> scoured the surface. Uh, 
we have to talk about um, the other revolutions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, fuck. Lauren, thank you for for joining me today. And thank you for having me. Of course, literally, you have an open invite. And yeah, I tune thank in you. next week, guys. Um, topic TBD, but um, I. Love to have everyone there. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys.